Yo, what it do, can folk and skin folk? For the new people, y'all not in the wrong place. Fate has guided you to the right place and the right time. And for our return listeners, y'all already know this is the Life Be Lifing podcast, hosted by the beautiful, the lovely, the wise, the sharp, the witty, the funny, and the mushy thug herself. Mimi, the goddess. Squishy gangster. Squishy thug. Yeah, squishy gangster. My bad. Squishy gangster. Ilana is a mushy thug. Gangster. Ah, see, see, there we go. We don't get it together. We added to my alias. You know, I'm trying to get on. I say, yeah, we got to throw a couple on. Yeah, we got to throw a couple out there for you. Trying to get a couple out there for you. Yeah. And she is flanked by none other than your favorite frat freckled man. AKA a bald brother, you know what I'm saying? Not LeVar Ball, not Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I mean bald. You feel me? Don't uh, hear, don't care. AKA, you know what I'm saying? AKA Fat Barnes, Fat Beverly, Stephen Faxon, your favorite coach's favorite coach, the big dog himself. Last <gasps> Charles. Yeah, man. Thanks for stopping by. Get comfortable. We finna get right into the content. And right into, you know, the meat of what we're talking about today. All right, so listen. Come kick it with. It. Come kick it with us, man. Listen. So arguments happen, and mm-hmm. as much as we like to just act like we all evolved and we can just, you know, always mm-hmm. hold our composure, and you know, we don't, we don't argue. We discuss. We talk. We converse. Nah, man. Sometimes we turn into arguments. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a conversation. <laughs> it turns into a debate. It turns into an argument, and every now and then things get so contentious, it turns into an actual fight. This is the worst case scenario <laughs> of conversations, but let's not pretend like it doesn't happen. It happens in friendships, it happens in businesses sometimes, and it damn sure happens in romantic relationships. Though we'd like to avoid it, you know what I mean? It's gonna happen. But that's not the worst part. The worst part is how we continue, how we comport ourselves, okay? How we <laughs> conduct ourselves how in we these fights, right? So, you know, everybody's seen boxing before. What they say at the beginning, I want a good, clean fight, touch clubs. You feel me? <laughs> Got to do the same thing when it comes to these fights that you have, no matter who was with them. We're not talking about, you know, people out in the street, your nemesis, your ops, people who, who come into your situations, you know, who you really ain't got no ties to and they just looking to do you harm. Do whatever you got to do in those situations. Okay. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm talking about relationships that for all intents and purposes, you would prefer to maintain. So we going to discuss fighting fair in this episode all right let's start off with the fact that like i said sometimes it just don't happen <laughs> a lot of times it just don't happen if we go be honest yeah. so mish tell me of a time where 
you had the opportunity to fight fair and took the low road. And like, again, it doesn't have to be romantic. It just has to be some kind of relationship that you would have preferred to maintain, but that fight came up. Whether you was able to actually maintain it or not, let us know that as well. Oh, okay. Um, um, I'll say the one that stands out for me that happened most recently was when I told my family, my family that 21? Yeah, it was Christmas of 21. Thank you. Mm. I, I, the line in the sand was realized that it had been drawn by Christmas. But after I hosted my brother and sister in law's baby shower, um, and with all that I had going on at home and whatnot, I just was like, hey, guys, I'm tapped out. I can't do no more. I'm tired. I, I can't keep overextending myself. You know, ran the whole gamut, trying to make sure I was fully explaining. Come Thanksgiving, please don't ask me. This is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm able to do. This is what I'm capable of. I guess people are used to me not standing on shit when it comes to my family anyway, because everybody else knows. When I say that I'm a family, but when it comes to my family, I will backpedal for that. So Thanksgiving came around and I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I bought the beverage. <laughs> I took my brother to get the groceries. And actually, in all actuality, I went above and beyond because I held the grocery here. I got it to my sister's house. And because my brother had gotten hit on a bike via hit run, I helped him fry the turkey. Well, when it came time for the night to come to a close, I was like, I'm out. I meant I wasn't cleaning up. I wasn't helping cook nothing extra. I wasn't going above and beyond. I had did more than I had planned to do. And I had literally got like a uh, hotel room for this vacation. Not too far away. So I was just like, I'm out. Good night. Well, time went past and my sister kind of was not replying to any of my messages, not answering any of my calls. Jai like swerving me. So I kind of said, thought about it. Christmas came around. Nobody really said about the holidays. So I was like, I'm going to my best friend's house. So that's where I went. Okay. Well, I would say around... January, because her birthday was coming up, so now she wants off to me. Um, <laughs> she made it very clear that she was pissed off with me because I ruined Thanksgiving because I wasn't helping cook like I usually do. I didn't do any cleanup like I usually do. I wasn't, you know, I didn't bring anything extra like I normally do. And I was like, I mean, y'all, it, it was a text message for about this long. I mean, she was going in, bow, 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 bow. I was getting messages back, back, back. The old me would normally go back and forth for her, like literally picking apart everything she was saying. But because I knew in my heart of heart that I had fully disclosed, I ain't got it in me. I ain't got it to give. I ain't got it to do. I ain't willing to do it. I'm not trying to do it. I'm not able to do it. Um, I was just like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry that it was perceived that way. I'm sorry that I made you feel the way. Um, going forward, I will be sure 
make sure that that doesn't happen again. However, I don't know what else you want me to say. Literally, she was like, that's it, nothing else. <laughs> you Do you wanna, you, you wanna discuss this more? No, there's nothing else to discuss. I said what I said. And she was like, um, okay. And I could tell that was not a settling enough answer for her because that's not what she was used to receiving from me. But when I tell you, for the sake of saving my relationship with my sister, because of the place I was in at that moment in time, in that space in my life, if I had gone low, it would have been so low, like we wouldn't have been able to come back. Because I probably would have been like a bitch. And it would have been all bad. <laughs> like I would have probably gave her the business. And yeah, I probably so I don't give a fuck about you trying to make memories in your new house. That ain't my fucking problem. Like I cause you know my petty get activated and it's nasty. And I just was like, because of how I'm feeling about everything I'm dealing with, I'm just not gonna do it. And because I know that I was straight up and I said I'm not able to give what I normally give. I am at max capacity in my life right now. And people don't really be believing that I can say no. I was like, that's on me. So I'm not going to argue with her about this. And I just let it ride. And like talking to Art about it, talking to Weena about it, talking to my best friends about it. They were like, yeah, are, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, I'm really okay because I feel like we had a whole disagreement about my 40s. And I had decided then that I was never going to go back and forth with her like that again, because if some people don't understand the art of let's agree to disagree, like I'm going to accept how you feel and you accept how I feel. No, no harm, no foul, no fault on anyone's part. But it's like folks are just adamant about making you see things their way and they don't care about how you feel and how you see it and like the way you see it. So I just decided I would just let that rock. And to this day, it has never been addressed. They do not, when I say I'm not doing it, they'd be like, okay, we'll figure it out some other way. And if I say sure. maybe I'll do like mac and cheese is a big thing for them. I'll say, I'll see about making mac and cheese. They know not to expect it. They might get it. They might not. When they see the, when they see the pan, they all happy. If they don't see it, it's like, oh, damn, all right, well, we kind of knew you wouldn't. So I've just learned to set those boundaries with people in respect to that because sometimes I feel like you're wasting your breath trying to argue, you know, points to be made when people are never going to see your point anyway. So I would say that was the pinnacle point where I realized my silence is probably my greatest power at this point. Ooh. And my self-control is like the greatest gift I could have ever given myself because I'm reckless out the mouth. I really don't care what I say to people. I will argue you down knowing I'm dead ass wrong. So yeah, I just had to stop doing that because it was draining so much of my energy. And I feel like mm -hmm. it was really wrecking my relationship with people. And I just was like, I don't have this in me no more. I just didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have to say one thing. You answered the next question instead of the actual question. <laughs> what you actually answered was the time where you chose to fight fair as opposed to going low. What I asked you was about a time you didn't. Oh, I thought you were saying when where, I did. 
Ah, a time where you didn't, where you had the opportunity maybe to take this high road like how you did this situation. And he was like, no, no, no. Oh, my bad. Okay, a time when I didn't? <laughs> I got plenty of those. So, <laughs> um, give us one of those and let us know if you was able okay. to still maintain a relationship despite getting in the verbal fisticuffs. It's funny because I actually mentioned the instant. The time where I didn't take the high road and I chose to argue is when it was my sister arguing about my 40th birthday. And I knew that I should not have engaged in verbal warfare with her about this because people, so let me tell you about that situation right quick. I specifically Please. said what I wanted to do for my 40s. I was like, ooh, I want to have a Mardi Gras masquerade because you know, it was kind of COVID-ish. I had told Art everything I was looking to do. I had already secured, you know, the person to make my food. I gave him the dates. I was like, yeah, as soon as I get the venue, I was going to bring Tracy up here because, you know, she's so New Orleans. That, and I was like, oh, I had everything set. Thanks. Well, these venues, they want to charge you full price, but don't want you to have full capacity people. And, of course, I'm just kind of like, mm. I don't like to waste that kind of money. So I was like, well, you know, maybe we can okay. do something small at someone's house. You know, my best friend Yon had a really nice house. We could have done something there. It was nice weather. I even was like, listen, we could do something here. You could set the backyard up with the theme. But what I said was, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be responsible for any part of it. I don't okay. want to have to cook and clean. I just want to enjoy my birthday. I mean, I'm turning to 40. So right. I'm guessing everybody was like getting art, like, so what y'all gonna do? What, what's the move for her birthday? Da, da, da. He was like, I don't know. She hasn't really said it. So, like, of course, this is me getting the information after the fact, right? Uh-huh. And kind of in 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 tandem, because Yolanda tells me everything. She's like, Well, I've been asking him, and he's and I'm like, that's not true. I was like, you know what, Yolanda, just leave it alone because. There's a whole nother story to that. But so my sister was talking to me uh, like maybe a couple weeks after. And she was like, um, yeah, because, I mean, you know, I'm trying to ask you now what you want to do because, you know, you didn't have any answers for your birthday plans and this, this, that, and the third. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I know exactly what I want to do for my birthday. And she was like, when I talk to Art, he was like this and he was like that. I said, and your biggest mistake was you didn't come back and confirm that with me. And she was like, well, why should I? And I was like, first of all, let's stop. Like, you act like I'm not your sister of, for your lifespan, 37 years. Right. You should know me. You clearly know what me art were going through, so and you also know that art also does not like to feel like he done fuck some shit up. So if it looks like he gonna fail at doing something, executing something, he's not gonna do it. So why wouldn't you have come to me and been like, "Hey, I asked art, and he was basically like, you don't want to do nothing, or you don't, he don't know what you want to do, or you ain't saying nothing." And so we literally start going back and forth with one another. We was cussing at each other, cutting each other off. And I knew from the beginning of this message, I should not have said anything to her. So it turned into a phone call. It literally mm. was like us over text message. Then it turned into a phone call. And we are screaming and yelling 
And I just was like, I'm done talking about this. I'm done talking about this. And she would not quit. And I literally went fuck off on her. I was like, y'all some inconsiderate motherfuckers. I was like, y'all didn't even take me out for my birthday. I was like, y'all know what I like to eat. I was like, did a nigga give me a cake? I was going so hard on her. And she was like, um, yeah, we need to just cut this conversation short because this is getting ugly. And I was like, you made it this way because I told you I didn't want to talk about this shit. But you meant you was going to make me admit that me not doing shit with my 40th was my fault. Right. It was bad business. Like, I, I knew, I was like, let it go. L-I-G that shit. Let it go, Demisha. When soon as she said what she said, mm-hmm. I was like, but I just couldn't. And I think I was in that stage of having to prove it's not me, it's everybody else. Like, y'all trying to make me look okay. crazy, but it's really y'all. And once I kind of got out of the habit of feeling like I got to disavow what other people were saying, I got to, you know, prove my point, I got to be right, I got to make sure people know my side of the story. Now I'm at the point where it's like, I don't give a fuck if you know my side of the story or not. You believe what you want to believe. If you ain't talking to me about it and you ain't heard it from my mouth, then you don't know shit for real. And I think that was the variance in that instance with her for my birthday conversation vice the instance with her in re- relation to the holiday conversation because it was completely different okay. i mean it was ugly when we had that conversation we probably ain't speak for about a month mm. uh it was it was ugly like and if it wasn't for me wanting to see the kids that probably, probably it probably would have been longer than that you know what i'm saying mm. and the same goes for the holiday shit like I was already pissed off for her because, you know, she had kind of, like, invited Art to Thanksgiving. And, like, they was all chatty and whatnot. And I was just like... So, literally, I was kind of pissed off. That's why I left the holiday early. I was like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm out of here. So, if it wasn't for me wanting to see the kids for Christmas and bring their gifts and stuff, I might not even talk to her then. Like... So, but, yeah, that was the difference. So, that... And instance with my birthday was the time that I knew that I should have chose the high road and did vice Thanksgiving, where I chose the high road. And to this day, it's probably one of the best decisions I've made because it, it was less the stress for me. Like that birthday yeah, shit stressed yeah, me the fuck yeah. out. Like stressed yeah. me the fuck out. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. All in the same year. It was like literally all in the same. So it was like a span of Six months. Yep. That was the change for me. That was the change for me. Mm. Growth, growth, growth. Wrap it up. Right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But yeah, I I think that that's probably my crowning moments right there. Like to see how far I come. So yeah, I'm glad I'm able to bring that question full. (laughs) That's everybody. Right, right. It, It worked out. It worked out. Um, so let me think, man. It's hard. You I, might be I, having I, so many, right? Not like so. My thing is, and back on um the episode of Two Kings Two One Five, protection and submission. Go back and check it out, mm-hmm. y'all. If y'all haven't listened mm-hmm. to it, um, it's on the same link tree as Life Be Like This. So uh, you can find it on all the. It don't have a video to it, but all the audio platforms go ahead and check it out um me ace um quiche and her best friend mel 
we had kind of got into this conversation about, you know, um, relationships and fighting fair or whatever. So even then, I seemed like the odd person out as far as the concept of fighting fair. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, well, when you in the moment, you just say whatever and so forth and so on because you upset. And I'm like, is it really such a hard concept for people to think that if you go to a certain length, you can't come back. Like, I know for my marriage, especially, and because, you know, with, with, with my mom, it's never gotten too, too contentious. Now, I will say, um, I think at one point where I, and I ended up apologizing after, but I could have took the high road because I knew my mom was bugging. Um, my wife was pregnant during the latter parts of our engagement Um, and we were planning the wedding and we were actually working on the invitations on this day we were actually we actually engraved and embossed invitations ourselves you know um, with my wife being (laughs) I was about to say with my wife being you know the, the craftswoman that she is uh, knickknack necessities, you know what I'm saying? Who I got the gear from and this cup from. Mm-hmm. My two kings, two one five mug. Go ahead, check her out. Um, if you're in Philly on uh, January 10th, I'm gonna drop a flyer. In fact, later on, probably tonight, I'm gonna drop a flyer tomorrow about where she's gonna be uh, putting on the exhibition. Be able to go ahead and purchase some things, you know, get in tune. But that's mm-hmm. another story. And anyway. Even back then, before she started the business, like you said, she had that talent, she had that skills for presentation and craft. So she had her little, you know, tools, and we got to it. You know, making the, uh, making the invitations look cool and neat. So in the midst of doing that, I can't even remember what my mom asked, but I know that you know, as much as we love our mothers, they both were pains in our sides during the planning process, and. What took me over the edge (laughs) was when my mom said that this wedding isn't about us. It's not just about us. It's about the families. It's about two families coming together as one unit. And I had lost it. Like we was already having, you know, some issues here, some issues there in the planning. Whereas in me, and my wife was on the same page, actually. We were good. Yeah. It was us and everybody else that the discrepancies was coming up with to the point where, you know, she was about to be like, yo, this just just as a piece of it. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to put up with the nonsense. Uh, tell you the and it's like, whereas I could live with that in general, like if that's how she had felt from jump, yeah, you just went courthouse, boo, 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 get dressed yeah. a little bit, take a you know, couple of pictures, go get something to eat, and go on with being married. But I know my wife. I know my wife wants to walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. My wife is not a person who likes being the center of attention in general. I know that's the one moment outside of her birthday that she wants to be the center of attention is to have a wedding where it's about her and who she's getting married to. But, you know, she she gets to be a star that day. Mm-hmm. She gets to be loved, don't showered with you know, affection and well wishes, you know, 
put on the dress and do the whole thing. She wants that. And y'all not going to keep me from giving her that. Hella high water, whatever I got to move, whoever I got to move, she was going to get that. You know what I'm saying? Fortunately, I lucked out and I, I didn't marry a woman who was more focused on wedding than the marriage. But she absolutely did want a wedding, tiara, all that kind of stuff. So, no, we not we not fitting the show of it because everybody else want to be meatheads. You know what I'm saying? Because we already had to change. We already had to change some of the plans around. So I won't get into too many of those details. But here it is. Like I said, we on the tail end now. Like we're as Doctor Strange said in Endgame. We're uh, in Infinity War. We're in the end game now. Like okay, like this is the 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 back part. Like right. stuff is already paid for. Ain't you know no backpedaling now at this point. Gotta go forward. Backpedaling now. And I don't know what led to my mom saying what she said, but she said that we were so considered inconsiderate and selfish. And like when she said that, and mind you, we were in her house doing this at the time. And she said that, and it just was like, oh my God. Like for a second, it's not so much that I forgot that she was my mom. It's that I was so upset that she was my mom and that instead of being supportive, instead of being nurturing, instead of, you know, just acting in her assist role, why would you antagonize? Why would you try to make us seem like the bad guys? Because initially we wanted a destination wedding. Because, you know, we picking and choosing this list and it's a short list. Everybody can't get a plus one. Kids can't come. Like, we have finite finances to plan this on. And it's not, oh, well, because you have finite finances that don't have the wet and just go just, my, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And I didn't ask you for money to get this done. Now I can see if I'm begging for your money to get this done, then this wedding goes how you say it does. Right. But that wasn't the case. Yeah. So for you to come in with some hateration, <laughs> I was just like, y'all mm-hmm. get on my nerves. I'm so tired of you and your negativity right now. If you don't have nothing nice to say, mom, just keep it to yourself. Right. And I stormed out the crib. <laughs> I know she was like, stun. Meanwhile, my wife's here, right, with, still with the embossing tools in her hand, just kind of like. Well, let me keep on going. Did did he forget I don't live here? He just cussed his mom out and left me here with her. <laughs> uh, like, I went up and down the block fast as hell. And then I'm just like, go back to the house. Gotta turn around. Oh. She's still there. Let me find out if she wants to leave and I'll just get her home. But I, I at the point in time, and it's like, yeah, you know, there was a time to, you know, maybe pull mom to the side, maybe try to get mom to understand, you know, but it was just so much pent up, so much sitting on me. Like, like I mentioned in um another Two Kings 215 episode. Um 
I believe the Hot 97 freestyle episode, I was the one, you know, I know women typically playing the wedding and dudes just sit on the sidelines. Yes, honey. Okay, honey. And maybe throw some money at the situation. They just show up because truth be told, nine times out of 10, weddings ain't about the man. Let's be honest. It's the woman's day. It's the bride's day. She's the star, you know, whatever, whatever. Like traditionally, that's how it is. And the dude just is an accessory and he's supposed to be happy. Um, that's a whole another conversation. Like I said, check out what I say in that episode about that that stereotypical situation and how that comes back to haunt you in marriage. But yeah, yeah, I definitely went on a tear with that one. Um, <laughs> but I was excited for this wedding. I was excited to marry this woman. So, you know, I wasn't no bystander. Plus, knowing she's pregnant, this is our first child. She not finna, you know what I mean? I, I don't want nothing to happen to her. She's not finna have to take all this extra stress on. No, everything goes through me now. Wedding planner, talk to me. You know, caterers, talk to me. Parents, talk to me. Stop calling her. Talk oh, yeah. to me. Like the guard dog. I am the guard dog. I am the person who, photographer, talk to me. I know you see her there. I'm here, dog. <laughs> Like he went to ask her something, and I was like, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, me, <laughs> me, yes, I have the answers, <laughs> okay? <laughs> was like, oh, no, I just, no, 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 I'm telling you, no, no, we everything's get it. going through me. You, you everything used to deal with bridezillas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm like, everything's going through me, dog. Just talk straight to me. Like, not act like she's not here, because she's here and she's listening. But seriously, everything goes through me, I funnel. I'm the gatekeeper here. Mm-hmm. So um, that, like I said, I felt like that also came with the disrespect, with the complaints that came with all the negativity from all these people who feel like our mm-hmm. wedding should go the way they think it should go. And it's like, mom, you've rolled with me in so much in life for you to be the person to turn on me now. Like, you know how they say these things. Like, now you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, Pretty much. <laughs> so I, I lost my cool. And instead of, you know, engaging in a conversation or trying to get her to understand, because my mom is stubborn. That's where I get it from. Um, I just shot straight to it. Um, and I wasn't no high road for me. <laughs> Emptied the mag on her, huh? You know what I'm saying? Wasn't no high road for me. Because I don't do that to my mom. mom like, yeah. anybody who talks to my mom could tell you the amount of times where We've gotten into, you know, discussions where it might have got heated, but I've never yelled at her and I've never stormed out on her. That is literally the one time it happened. Like, usually, usually when I think she's being too ridiculous, I'll be like, all right, mom. All right, mom. That ain't me. I'll be giving my parents a good, mostly my dad. I've only had a few instances, but my dad. No. He wanted, he, he's one of them examples where I go to hell. And I well, know I, I shouldn't. Say, <laughs> now, I ain't, I ain't going to lie. I don't even know I shouldn't go to hell with my biological father. I feel like that is the, the default for me to where, in fact, it's such yeah. the default. It's such the default ever since, like, the one big fallout that we had where I really snapped. Like, ever since then, it's kind of like, dog, you lucky if I ever take the high road going from here. Fact. Like, if I ever, 
any type of respect you get from here is on the count of me trying to be a decent person, a solid person. Not because you did anything to warrant it. (laughs) So be grateful, my nigga. (laughs) Right. Like, if you feel like I'm dissing you, bro, I might be. (laughs) But you got to, you going to have to eat that. Because at the end of the day, we both men now. (laughs) We both men now. And if you're feeling a spicy way about it, there's an alternative. <laughs> don't don't be sassy with me, sir. There's a there's a way to solve it, big dog. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, right. we 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 can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not gonna work in your favor, man. Like mm-hmm. I, sorry, little homie. Um, but yeah, like so with mom, it's different, of course, because she's been my custodial parent. She's raised me the bond. We have all that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is one of the times. Like there's other situations, but I feel like I've, that's the time where I literally was completely not myself. Yeah. Like normally when I decide to go ahead and take the low road with people, it's not me not being myself. That is myself. Like I'm with it. <laughs> like I'm with, like, I'm with the like, confrontation. I'm a confrontational okay. person. I'm not a controversial person and I'm not a person that's about conflict. I don't want things to go on for months, years, all that type of stuff. I don't like you know, yeah. feudal wars. I don't like we're not that. we're not about to let this linger. We're gonna we're gonna put this to bed. We're gonna let you know what I'm saying. I ain't, trying I'm to your ass I ain't trying to be warring with nobody like a gang war yeah. or like the Hatfields and the McCoys. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not trying to have this last and drag <laughs> out. It's not gonna be a movie with a sequel. I'm trying to have this one shot done before the credits one roll. Like, yeah. I'm trying to get to it, get through it. And then we could be done with each other. Like I'm, I'm absolutely cool with that. Even if we was cool, even if we was tight, even if we grew up together. Once it comes to the point of actual like confrontation, Attention. yo, what's the issue? Let's see where we both stand on it. Let's see what we got to do about it. If it's a situation, like I said, between me and another dude, a lot of times it's ended up in us getting that one scrap out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and then it's kind of like, it's just kind of like the uh, the tension release. You know what I'm saying? We're not really trying to break each other, really damage each other. It's just kind of like, all right, you cross that line of disrespect. And because you won't just apologize and understand that you cross that line of respect, now nah, I got to teach it to you. Or maybe they feel that way about me because there's been a couple of times where people fought because they felt like I did something out of pocket or I said something out of pocket, so they upset. And they won't, you know, they, me trying to, you know, even times I've apologized, like, nah, that's not good enough. Okay, well, we got to rumble then. We got to yeah. rumble. Yeah. And then after that, you know, I pick him up, <laughs> shake hands. That's the all. You know what I'm saying? Go get you a beverage. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and it usually... And it usually be cool after that. There's been a couple of yeah. times where it can't be cool after that, where it's just kind of like, I'll cool off you, I'll pull up, and it's like, all right, man, this is the end. Yeah. This is the end. You know, when you see each other, we're not going to speak from here on in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't bump me when you see me. So, you know, I could beat you now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just keep it, just keep it pushing. Yeah, keep it pushing so, like, those instances where it's like, those instances where it's about the relationships that I actually strive to maintain where it's going bad, 
especially with females, like it's on the rarer occasion because I'm quicker to be like, all right, you got it. You're being unreasonable. I'm not going to be able to make sense with you. All right. No, it's cool. No, you got it. No, whatever. All right. All right. All right. Like, that's my thing. Okay. You got yeah. it. Okay. You got it. All right. You, you good. We good. Okay. And I hit people with the okay. Cool. That's what I hit people with. Okay. Cool. Like if I hit you, you with that, please leave me the fuck alone. Cause after that, I ain't got no more. Okay. Cool. Let me nigga. It's, it's about to be a wrap for y'all. Like leave me be. I don't like people that much. So yeah. I mean, even even with my spouse, I'm all, all right, you got it. Like, once I realize we come to an impasse and you're not willing to agree to disagree, all right, you got it. Yeah. Hey, look, all I right. hit you with the, okay, okay, and I can say your name? Okay, Arturo. Yeah, right? You all yeah, right, no. yeah, right. Leave me the fuck be, because it's about to get <laughs> nasty. We, listen, I ain't got see, too much more letting that right. slide in me. Yeah, not but even that's... You got one more time to get funky. Nigga. That's it. <laughs> no get time to get funky. Huh? No more time to get funky. Like the fuck out my face. Trying to tell you, if I hit you with your, if I ever hit you with a, okay, Nari, just leave me be. Like it's about to be bad. Nah, I same. same, 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 same. All right, me. <laughs> All like right. <laughs> that's that's me metaphorically getting up and walking away from the table. Wait. Don't exactly. Reach and grab my shoulder. Don't reach and grab my shoulder and pull me back. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> just let me walk yeah. away. Please, let me walk on all. Just let me, let me walk, walk away on from by. the table. It's better for all parties involved. Yes. Because once you snatch Jeez. me back and tell me you ain't done with me, <sighs> like I said, with 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 women, like say that was to happen between us, Lord forbid, can't even imagine it. That would just be the end of the friendship for me. Uh, yeah, me, that because I can't ball you up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't ball you up. But even so, like, yo, like me and you are like so tight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and link that once the in starts start hurling, I'm gonna check out first. You're gonna win that yeah. battle with me. Yeah. To the level that me, a closeness that you and me have, you're going to win that battle. With you. You're going to yeah. cook. If anybody's standing on the outside, they're going to be like, oh, let her cook. She fried him. <laughs> she fried him. He comes back. Yeah, okay. After a certain point, I don't want to win. Yeah. After a certain point, I don't want to win. Because yeah. I love you. You my dog. You this close to me. And the only way to win at that point is to pull out shit I shouldn't. Yeah. It's not enough to say, you know what I'm saying, this, that, or this, that. Once it gets to a certain point, and this is, and I feel the same way with my spouse. Once it gets to a certain point, the only way to win is to despicably fight dirty on purpose. To either say some shit that I shouldn't say because there's no benefit to it, or say something that I don't mean because I know it'll hurt you. And I know where your insecurities are. Yeah, and that is a pet peeve when people do it to me, and I refuse to do it to anybody else. Yeah, I don't. Doesn't matter how much I dislike you. It doesn't matter how much I dislike you, like oh, or how angry I am. Let me put it that way. Because if I dislike you, I'm gonna say whatever. I'm gonna disrespect you. I'm gonna say all type of shit. I'm gonna say you lucky I don't spit in your face. If we got actual beef and I dislike you. That's a totally different story. I want violence. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get you up out of here. I'm trying to crack your soul, split it, and then look at you. 
from in between. Oh, but um, if you, all of it, you hear me? Like I got an extra set of lungs. <laughs> okay, Snoop Dogg oh not gonna have nothing on me. Snoop <sighs> not gonna have nothing on me. Okay, wow, I'm ready to talk. But for people that I actually love, people I'm going to miss if this go left, rather than match your energy, rather than win, I'm going to check out. Now, I'm going to check out on you for good. Like, I'm going to check all the way out. Yeah, yeah you so won. Yeah, you embarrassed me. But just know, ain't no coming back from that. Even when you come back and you realize you was wrong and you apologize, ain't no coming back from that. And I'm going to tell you, we can't come back because the shit you said, you know you had no business saying. The length that you went through to dominate me and to win in this fight, I thought we was better than that. And now that I see that we not, we not. <laughs> we yeah. not. So that leads so, me to ask the question. Though. Okay. What do you or how do you deal with those that you care for, that you know go out of their way to do that shit repeatedly. It all depends on the level of the relationship. So you married tall. Let's just say mm -hmm. you married tall. You married. Now, tall. if I'm married to you this person, them. if I'm married to this person, then you kind of. Well, let me put it this way: I don't know if we ever going to be the same after that. See, that's what I've been saying. Like, okay, you've completely you changed. You completely me. changed. You've completely changed the dynamic. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Which is why, like I said, I ain't no advice giver. I ain't no guru or nothing. But anytime my friends talk about their relationships or their marriage and how the fight got nasty, I'm like encouraging them. Listen, I know you got the dirt. I know you got the ammo. I know you got the clip, <laughs> and you could just go ahead and Give load that thing up fire like a rocket. And I'm telling you. Don't do it unless you plan on having no contact with this person anymore. If y'all got kids to raise together, don't do it. If you want to see if this relationship is going to survive, don't do it. Now, if you're done with the person, y'all ain't got no kids, and you want that person to leave you alone for the rest of your life, go ahead. Go ahead. You got nothing to lose. Go ahead. You got nothing to lose at that point. You, <laughs> at that point, there's nothing to salvage. You're saying, I'm willing to throw this marriage away to say what I got to say. I think that's, I don't know what kind of mind state you got to be in to accept that, but I think that's the problem that people never actually connect that when they go to that's say these things. It's like and I don't know how to not, I don't know how not to connect that when to say certain yeah. things. Now, I will say, I used to be the person who like, you know, they say, when I'm telling you my issues with you, don't try to come back about your issues with me. That used to be my thing. Like, you sitting there telling me all this stuff about me. Oh, 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 hold on now. But you, dot, 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 dot. But it's like, all right, well, you ain't say nothing before. So don't sit here and try to tap, tip a tap with me now. Yeah. Something I've had to learn to acclimate to stop doing. Cool. But it's to so me, hard. I thought that was fighting fair. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> to I me, mean, because it's like, I, I think that it is. I can see how you could think trading that. shots. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, because it's trading like, shots. All right, you saying this, so I'm saying what I'm saying, how I feel in relation to what you're saying. You saying you got this issue with me, but shit, I just got the same issue with you. I just ain't saying nothing because I'm trying to keep it cute. 
Now you're being nasty about it. So let's get to it. So I guess that's the thing. Like when you have a person that goes tit for tat, they do little pity petty things. They say those little mean, spiteful, hurtful, little cool little things that they know is just like poking at you. Like, how do you how do you continue to deal with that person on the same level after that? You know the phrase I could forgive. See, that's the thing. That's the key word. Because you know that phrase, I can forgive, I can't forget. Yeah. That's me. That is me. Forgiving means I'm not going to hold it over your head. Whenever we get into another argument, I'm not going to bring it back. What you did was what you did. What you said was what you said. The problem is <laughs> how I feel about you and how I conduct myself with you is never going to be as free as it was prior. Now, because you use certain things and weaponize information against me to crack me, you won't get that information anymore. Remember our conversation about pillow talk, our pillow talk episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. If I come to you and we in a bed and I'm either telling you about what's going on with my homeboy or I'm telling you about this deep-seated issue I had, I'm telling you about something that happened to me in my childhood, now because you think I'm cheating on you or now because I, I, I done effed up the bag or now because I've done something that's really wrong. Let's let, I don't want to minimize. I've done something that's absolutely really wrong, right? And I should be chastised for it. But now, instead of just chastising me for what I did wrong, now is the time to empty the clip and give me everything because you feel like you need me to feel as low as what I did made you feel or is hurt, or is upset. So now, it's not about just getting your lick back. You going over. You punishing me now. You know what I'm saying? So now that you're going to punish me, cool. Mission accomplished. You've punished me. It's effective. I'm hurt. But you actually hurt me. Like, you can't. You can't damage me and think that after you purposely, we're not talking about stuff that happens by accident. Like you set out specifically to do that too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was your think... whole goal in saying it. And that's the thing that people don't want to admit. People don't want to admit that. I feel no. like People don't want to admit that I said I that feel shit like people, uh, yes, they do that. say it to hurt you, but I don't cool. think they in that moment realize how far that's going to go. They don't. They don't. But my what I what I don't understand is why say something specifically to hurt me, chastising me, telling me the truth about because myself, they hurt. checking me. And that's what it comes down to. So you know what the saying is? Hurt people, hurt people. Thing. Hurt, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. So it's like, I think that's Ooh. where I've gotten to the point where when you hurt, you mad, you upset, you pissed off, I'm not fit to argue with you because if you say something to me that you know you shouldn't say, that you can't take back, that you know it's going to be damaging, I'm going to fucking punch you in your fucking mouth. So, <laughs> Because I said I'm gonna stop putting my hands on motherfucking people, especially now that I'm back to boxing. I just don't argue with people. There's so times when people have said shit to me, and I've had to be like, hmm. 
Yo, I'm yo, on that one yo. Because you know the fuck what? When I start getting the clapping, your ass better start stepping because it's about to be a problem. Yo, it's the body language for me, dog. This right here, people don't I'm understand trying, this. I'm trying to... The warning sign. This is me telling myself to stay in Bruh. control. Bruh, when I hit you with this. <laughs> 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 like it's funny because I was having a whole conversation with, you know, my little my little homie Kenzie, and like we're both tours. So she was like showing me a message, and I was cracking up because I was like, I would never would have believed you talk to somebody like this. But like literally, the way she started the message off is literally how I've been talking to people. I hey yo bitch, like when I try to warn your ass to leave me alone, like but people don't get it, and I think it's because. They're so used to me being aggressive and abrupt and curt and abrasive and rude and mouthy and just, I don't know, all the negative things you could ever think to say about a person of my caliber. They don't expect me to give myself some type of gathering or to gain my composure before I go to fuck off on you. I've just had to learn, like, my girl used to always tell me, Demisha, everything you think don't have to be said. And it took right. me a really, really long time to come into that concept and kind of like really grasp it and really understand what she meant. Like, and once I did, I was just like, damn, you do be saying some fucked up ass shit. Even not not in the sense that I'm arguing with someone, just like I'm thinking I'm being honest with you. Like you have said something and I'm course correcting your bad behavior or I'm telling you about yourself or you about to go down a path of most resistance and I'm trying to tell you don't do it and it's the way that I'm saying things I literally have had to go back and read messages I'm like dang or like I'm sitting replaying a conversation in my head and I'm like that's where I went wrong I I, I probably could have said that differently you know and then and so now it has really made me you know, understand like what I said earlier. My greatest power is my silence these days. And the greatest gift I could have given myself was self-control. Cause I was totally out of pocket for the longest time in life. And I'm gonna tell you how I really probably gained a lot of that. Being married to another tourist. He's passive aggressive. So it's like, okay, he's just being nasty now. So I can either be nasty too, or I can piss him off and just not say nothing at all. Yeah, I think I'd just rather just piss him off and not say nothing at all. Because <laughs> if I'm if I get nasty with him, it's gonna be bad for everybody. Like, yeah. Right. So I just I don't know. It's really hard though because it's, it's hard. like you you and this you want to have those conversations when you know your feelings are hurt when you feel it away when you want to address something you know you want to put it on the floor but people are always not ready for that and that's what that's when all these that's when all these issues come into play right because you think you're mature enough to have the conversation with said person but they're not ready for that conversation like and then they don't even understand what they said how it made you feel how you took it, how you processed it, you trying to make sense of it all, you just trying to have a normalized conversation, trying to get to some point of understanding, 
So going forward, you know how to move with this person in relation to that situation. And they still back and pissed off land. <laughs> you mad at yep. you and they don't want to talk about the shit in a very adult manner. So it's like, man, fuck all that. I'm about to just cut your ass out one good time and just let you know you wrong as hell. And you probably not gonna talk to me all week, which might be for my benefit because I don't want to talk to your fuck ass anyway. You're getting on my fucking nerves. But it's like, damn, who gonna keep going through all this shit all the time? I'm like, nobody got time for that shit. Like, I should be able to say so. Okay. We didn't had this misstep. You communicated this, and then based on the way things went, this is what I thought was happening. You didn't say otherwise, so I just made the assumption based on how shit normally go, and now you mad because it didn't go the way you thought that it was going, but you also didn't communicate that, and I'm trying to have a conversation with you, and now you sitting here looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm looking at you like you crazy, and we ain't getting nowhere, and now I'm about to cut your ass out because you being childish, because I'm like, so how do we fix this? How do we make sure this don't happen again? Because from my point of view, this is how I see it, and you just looking at me like, Hello, I'm talking to you. All right, fuck it. We ain't talking about this. It's like, grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck right. up. Right. I'd be so mad. Like, it, it, it's so hard. And again, this is why I go to therapy. Because I really be having to check myself with my therapist. So, we know this is what happened. Please tell me where I went wrong. Yep. Oh, I was I wasn't wrong. Okay, I just had to make sure because I know I'll be doing some real fucked up ass shit. I know I can be real foul. I know I can be real uncool. I know sometimes I don't think past myself. Like this is me being honest about who I was as a person. And I know sometimes those bad habits creep back up, right? I might have but, to edit this and put accountability over your head because like that's really that's really what you're talking about. Accountability. Yes. It's a, ooh, good point. So that's the problem with a lot of these fucking arguments you be having with people. You trying to be accountable for your shit, they don't want to be accountable for their shit. So it makes it hard for y'all to come to consensus about, okay, well, this is where we yeah together. So how can we not fuck up together going forward? How can we work this out together where it's amenable for all parties involved? Nah, yes. niggas don't want to be accountable for their bullshit. So then that's when they get their ass cussed out. That's what, And it's just like we had a conversation about, you know, how you had to sit with some shit. And then when it came back up, you were like, well, reason why I ain't say nothing because, and it's like, yep. oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like, it is. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you, accountability is a big accountability is a big part in being able to fight fair because you need to know that you're a person who you need to know you're the person who tends not to fight fair first and foremost you need to recognize it's not fighting fair and you need to recognize what that these low blows you need to recognize that it's creating damage beyond you winning the argument beyond you shutting that person down and shutting them up that you're creating now a hostile environment. Right. That you're now like playing, you're actually playing on their psyche when you say oh, those things. 
Ooh. Like there, there's a phrase I heard however many years ago about you can't take back the wind. And when you say certain things, Ooh. it's the wind, baby. You can't take it back because now that first person felt it and they will always have it back here. Yeah. Always to the point that the minute you start breaching that situation again or arguing about it again, now that person's hella defensive. Yeah. Now that person is just already there because they feel like, oh, well, that's how you feel about me. When you right. call me a bitch ass nigga, now I'm reacting to that. I haven't yeah. healed from that. So now when we out here in the store, this dude says something to you and where you would have preferred I ignored him, I went upside his head with the can of beans. Now you embarrassed. Now you worried about him pressing charges. But see, I had to show you I ain't no bitch ass nigga. Right. Because you think I'm a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. So now I had to show you that the next time you decide to call me a bitch ass nigga, you might want to be careful. I ain't saying yeah. I'm gonna hit you with a can of beans, but it but, lets you know I'm, I'm, I'm live. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Now that went through all this unnecessary shit trying to dispel what you said about me, because it's not even me proving it to you. It's me proving it to me. And so how do we deal with that? Because it's like, you know, I'm going to be honest. Honestly, I don't entirely know. I so, don't know. I, I, I have to be know. honest and say I don't have a straight up solution for that outside of therapy. I feel like take those insults, take those pains, take those jabs and go to therapy about it. Find out why it hurts so badly. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, the one time I was an insult of that magnitude was hurled at me. I literally wasn't mad because it was true. I was mad because he knew it wasn't true. And he knew it would get under my skin to say that. Those are my two pet peeves, Misha. Those are my two pet peeves. When either you weaponize something, a truth I gave you, not something that everybody could see about me, not just an obvious flaw, a truth I gave you, a secret, a vulnerability that I shared mm-hmm. with you. If you weaponize that or you say something based on something you know about me, but you say something decidedly untrue, simply because you know it plays on my insecurities. Those are the two things that get my goat in arguments more than anything else. I hate being cussed at, that's one thing. But I could get past that. I'll be annoyed with that and I'll shut you out. But you say one of those two things, at that point, forget shutting you out, you've changed the dynamic. You've changed the dynamic between us now. Because now, I feel like I can't trust you with my secrets. And I feel like there's no length you won't go to to dominate me. That's that's a crazy space to be in. That is a crazy space to be in with me. That's a crazy space to be in with me. (laughs) Because you'll notice it. You'll notice it. See, that's the difference between you and I. You'll never notice it. Eventually, you'll Never notice it with know. me. Don't get me wrong. I won't wear it. But mm-hmm. if you're actually observant, no. like somebody who's supposed to be in my, my, my center, 
my inner circle is supposed to be, you'll notice it because this shit I don't do with you no more. There's things I don't tell you no more. Could be looking depressed. You're like, damn, man, what's going on with you? No, I'm good. Yes, I'm lying to you. Right to your face. You know I'm not good. I know I'm not good. But why would I sit there and tell you why I'm not good? For you to go ahead and beat me about it later on? Use it over my head, bang me in the head with it later? No. No. I'm still tied to you for whatever reason I'm tied to you. But you don't fucked up the dynamic now. You don't lost the points. You feel me? You not, you, you, you might be somebody I rock with, but you I've removed you from the innermost part. So that's why I, I said you're gonna notice because at that point when it when the rubber hits the road, you're not gonna be the person I call. That's tough when it's your spouse. At my lowest, and if it happens with my spouse, Lord forbid, Lord forbid, Lord forbid. If it ever happens with my spouse, I'm going to react the same way. And I'm going to go to counseling and go to therapy to learn how to tell her, hey, you know, you know that's why I don't talk to you about this no more, right? And she's gonna have to feel however she feel about it. You know, we'll, we'll be in couples counseling. We'll be in couples counseling, and I'll tell you, hey, you 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 know you done fucked up the uh, uh Bonnie and Clyde of it all. <laughs> Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, we are not anymore. Because I needed to know that when it came down to it, that when I had my back and my gun up this way, you have your back and your gun up that way. Now I, I know 12, if it comes down to Feel me? Now I know if it comes down to it. I have my back and my gun up this way, and you might have your gun this way. Yeah, that's that, that definitely yeah something to continue and once like i said once i know that there's no limit that you won't go to like i can't be in a relationship in a marriage with somebody who says i won't take the high road i'm gonna go to hell my thing is just ended with me now. leave me leave me if you gotta go to hell why you want to be in hell leave me go 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 not go to hell and be by yourself or be with somebody else don't take us to hell yeah, don't take us to hell. Don't take us to hell. Because if you try to go to hell with me, if you try to go to hell with me, I'm not going to stay in hell with you. I'm not. And you're going to go to hell every time and you'll start noticing you going there by yourself, by yourself and you don't have the effect on me. Now you don't have the effect on me no more. Once you chip that part, you can't do it three times. Maybe you could do it twice depending on how close we are. I ain't going to lie. But you can't do it three times because the third time I'm numb. Well, no matter what you use. said. Oh, twice can't. No matter how you. low, you mean? No matter how low you going this third time, shit, I might laugh. <laughs> I might laugh because I realize what you're doing, and I don't respect it, and I no longer respect you. Yeah. And trust me, it won't be long before I end things after that. Mm. You and if that, like I said, Lord forbid. If my wife thinks that that's the way to handle things, we're not going to last. We just I not. Don't, I don't because now you're the main purpose out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the that thing. Was funny that's, 
that's the thing no, about it with me. That's the thing about it with me. You can't, well, you can't really make me, and, and I've had this conversation, believe it or not, with my therapist just in general, because I knew I wanted to do this episode. So she's like, well, I don't think people do that purposely. And I'm thinking, how don't you? Don't you, yeah. How don't you, if you're gonna say something that you know is mean, that you know is hurtful, especially when you know it's not true, and your whole purpose is to hurt the person, aren't you intentionally hurting me? It's because See, the they're problem hurting. Is, uh, it's me. because they're I, I, hurting. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care. And they know I, they're I wrong. So the way to deflect I, is I, they I, do I, things like that, right? That's how they deflect. I understand, I understand you're hurt. Even if you're not in the wrong and I wrongfully hurt you, I get where you're coming from. The problem is, the problem is, why do you think there's no repercussions for it? See, I hurt you and you gave me a repercussion. So you don't think it's no repercussions, you just think it's tag? <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. I mean, if, 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 if a person shoves me, right? And my response is the hardest punch I got. They had no business putting their hands on me. True. They shouldn't have shot me. But if I give them the hardest hit that I got and they end up hospitalized, I have to suffer. I'm at risk. The law doesn't back me up. Excessive force. That's why fighting fair matters. Because you can use excessive force on this person you're in a relationship with. And when you use excessive force, there's collateral damage. There's things that last after you did what you did and after you said what you said. And expecting that just because you were the person initially offended, that there's not gonna be nothing from that is immature. It's short-sighted. It's flat-out incorrect. It is flat-out incorrect. It, it, it just is. It's absolutely incorrect. And it's not showing. It's not showing you as a complete person. It's showing you as a person who needs to learn accountability. Yeah. Because accountability says, I want to crack this motherfucker in his face and whatever happens, happens. I'm gonna yeah. pay this. I'm gonna pay this fine. I'm gonna go to jail, but you gonna know not to put your hands on me no more. Yeah. Yeah. That's what accountability yeah. says. Yeah, I mean, accountability says, "Yeah, I'm gonna say this hurtful shit to this motherfucker, and this motherfucker gonna know not to play with me no more. They gonna know I know how to hurt them, so they gonna know not to hurt me no more." I'm That's what eyes. accountability says. The relationship is gonna suffer for it, but. They know not to play with me no more. Yeah. That's where accountability has to come. Now, accountability don't mean you're always right. <laughs> let's be, let's be. I frank. mean, for sure. Accountability for your actions doesn't mean you made the right choice. It means yep. you're willing to deal with the repercussions of and your choice. That was my instance with my that little tip I told you I had with my dad recently, and I knew mm -hmm. that they were all stressed out about what was going on with my brother and my uncle. Um. But again, I didn't like the way he was, you know, 
taking his frustration out one thing. So I was, you know, speaking on it. And then I ended up like, you know, saying to my mom, look, you know, if y'all stressed out because all these kids over here one time, you need to set some boundaries. Like you had your kids. You're not raising no more kids. You're the grandmother, not the not right. the parent. Like I, I said, there's a difference between being a grandparent and being a grandmother. If you're a grandparent, that means you're still parenting your kids. Kid. When you're a grandmother or grandfather, that means you get to be, oh, bring me my grandbaby. There's a difference. And I'm like, you over here being a grandparent. You're not getting to be a grandmother. He's not getting to be a grandfather. Like, and so, you know, my brother jumps in and then my father wanted to jump on him. And then it was just like, it became a whole mess. And then, you know, my father made this comment and was like, Demisha, it's funny that he says this. Um, He was like, you just say whatever the fuck you want to say. You don't care. You think you just just because you saying that people are supposed to agree with it, and I literally, I swear to God, I felt my body levitate. My head probably spun around three motherfucking times, and I was like, "Look, bitch, no the fuck, I don't. I say what the fuck I want to say because what I say is how I fucking feel. Don't nobody gotta feel how the fuck I feel." I started going, throwing his ass. My mother just sat there. My brother was in the corner, like. My uncle got up and walked out. I gave my father the business. And I, I said some of the nastiest shit to him. It was rude. It was mean. It was indignant. It was disgusting. It was nasty. Like, mm. but he also triggered me by like saying something about, he was like some of my health. Oh, so then he got it even more. I was like, you got the nerve. Of course, I am healthy. Like, so I don't know where that even came. And this is what I was saying about people saying shit that they know ain't true. They just trying to affect, because I snore. And so because he has sleep apnea, he wants to keep saying I have sleep apnea. I don't. I have had a test study done just because he has sleep apnea. I don't have sleep apnea. So he's like, yeah, let me tell you over here, we fall asleep, you're snoring. Nigga, I snore. What the fuck? Like, some people snore, man. That's what I said. Some people just fucking snore. You do realize that, right? I was like, Kyan snores. He had his aneurysm removed as a two-year-old. What the fuck are you? And I was like, you know what? And I, I went in. And then I literally turned to my mother and I was like, and all this shit is your fault because you don't set no fucking boundaries. And you're going to be miserable because these motherfuckers, I was going in. And I was like, now you have a good fucking day. I'm going to take my unhealthy ass home so I can go to sleep and get up in the gym tomorrow. I was so nasty about it. And I was mm. like, No. I ain't mad about it. I literally, I remember telling somebody, I was like, uh, yeah, I just had a real nasty blowout with my dad. And I was like, he's probably never going to talk to me again, but oh well. And they was like, you really don't feel that way. I said, I absolutely do. Because I don't regret any goddamn thing I said, because everything I said was true. Did I need to say it? Probably not. But uh, you pushed me to the point of no return. So you don't ever got to talk to me again. Just get your shit together. Don't worry about my shit. Yeah, needless to say, my father was, after texting me repeatedly for a month and a half straight and me ignoring him and calling and me declining the call, <laughs> I finally replied to him and like it was nothing ever happened. Um, and he basically apologized and was like, okay. I'm sorry, I was stressed out because it is this, that, the third. I said, you know what? It's not that I didn't know that. I said, however, you have to take accountability for your bullshit. Y'all are being stressed out by that situation because y'all keep putting yourselves in the middle of shit. 
the child shouldn't put yourself in the middle of. So with that being said, I don't give a fuck that you were stressed out. Don't ever talk to them kids like that. It's not their fault that you're stressed the fuck out. If y'all don't want to be bothered with the kids, if y'all not having a good day, tell their parents, you got to wash these little nigglets. But at the end of the day, you are not excused from any of that shit at all. Just like I'm not excused from anything I said. And I told him, mm-hmm. I don't apologize for anything I fucking said. However, I apologize that it had to get to that point. I'm accountable for what I said. And you probably should be too. However, next time watch your mouth. Because as you can see, but me and my father always been like that. I have never had a problem telling my father, what the fuck is on my mind? But that's how they raise it. Right. And it just so happens that that shit backfires on them sometimes. Because it's like, speak up for yourself. Don't let nobody talk to you any kind of way. You make sure you always stand up for what you believe in. If you're right, you're right. Yeah, I bet you they hate that they raised me to be that motherfucking way. Because maybe when that shit shoot back a day ass, they be like, this bitch here, go stay on somewhere. So, yeah, I don't know. But it, it, it's the, you know you wrong for me. Like, you know that shit coming out your mouth is dead ass wrong. And you just going to still spit hot fight. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? And then you want to know why somebody don't want to answer your calls and texts for two months. Like how you gonna how you gonna say the lowest of the lowest to somebody? You know, <laughs> oh, you funky dog hair bitch, and then because you know they didn't leave you, or they didn't decide to stop dealing with you. Now you, when you think like, oh my god, you're the most amazing person. I'm just glad to have you in my life. And then like, and then yeah, they, yeah. and then they're unmoved, and you're like, did did you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Just like when you call me a funky dog hair bitch. <laughs> and, and I literally I, and, and as opposed been, to be trying to figure out which one is true I'm not going to react to either one and literally that has probably been my life here with a lot of people lately like for years I was like oh okay just the other day I was a mean ass bitch rude ass bitch insecure ass bitch but now today I'm the greatest person ever I'm so wonderful I'm so amazing yeah I suck my dick from the back like <laughs> Like, you getting what you getting. That's what you that's why you that's why I'm amazing today. Like you're what you get. Eat a dick. Like I it is, but it's like you but you you still love these people, right? You still love them wholeheartedly. And it's like, how could you ever fix your lips to to fight dirty verbally with me like that when you know words hurt? (laughs) <laughs> like that, that shit be stuck okay. like glue. Okay. You know that little Especially shit. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt. That is a bullshit ass fucking lie. Whoever made that little nursery rhyme wrap up need they ass kick because words hurt. Like I think, like I could get into a physical altercation with somebody, and I'm gonna shake that shit off. But for you to say something verbally disgusting to me, for you to verbally accost me, for you to Verbally assault me. Nah. We Listen, like I told you, when it comes to dudes, sometimes we get it shaking when things get too bad. But one thing for sure, two things for certain. We ain't even got to fight if you say something that's too far out of pocket. I'm just yeah. done. You cut yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, you cut off, dog. You cut off. 
You cut off, dog. It, it, and now the next time I see you, it might be violence if you think you're just gonna walk up and be cool. That's different. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, okay, I should beat your ass right now. I should beat your ass right now. But you said what you said, and I'm done fucking with you because of that. We ain't even got getting shaken because it, 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 it's nothing. It's now we. Or what happens is that person just whoops your ass. It's not like, come see me outside. Like, come see me outside if we got something to solve. We got an issue. Right. You feel the way about it? Come see me outside, bro. Right. Let's go let's go get let's go get this shit shaking. You know what I mean? Let's let's catch the fade and yeah. we're gonna be men about it. But you say something that's too crazy, it's not let's catch the fade, it's pop. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just on you. I'm just on you. You shouldn't have said it. And after they pull me off you and pull my foot from out your ass. Just know, stay the fuck away from me. Stay from, stay from around me. Stay from around me. You really an enemy now, dog. Ain't no coming back. Stay away from me, and you be safe. <laughs> okay. What they say? Go find somebody safe to play with. Go find something safe to do. Go find something safe to do. Find somebody else to play with. What well, uh, Yolanda just told her uh, Lawrence says, uh, go play with your pussy before you play with me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ, like. No. At that point, at that point, it's a different situation. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, 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 ain't, I ain't with that. But yeah, like you said, it's, it's just kind of, it's the accountability piece, the biggest part. Um, now, if you're willing to say whatever you say, and you're willing to throw away our relationship just because you had to win an argument, just be willing to live with that. You, yes. you forever changed our dynamic. Be willing to live with that. Yeah, like I said, there's that. certain things that I've said to people that I don't regret. That I'm not gonna take back. Yeah. Judgment day could come and God could ask me, and I could be like, well, Lord. <laughs> Guess I'm going to hell, huh? Because I'm taking for, that back. When I asked for forgiveness and I said I repent, I didn't repent for those because everything I said was true. I didn't say nothing untrue just to hurt this person. This person needed to hear it, though. This person needed to hear this truth, and nobody was ever gonna tell them. And since they kept trying to play with me, I needed to tell them, this is who you are, this is what you're doing, this is why I don't function. Boom. But like I said, nine times out of 10, uh, and to me, that's not even fighting dirty. If you tell somebody about themselves and you get in the business, that's cool. It is what it is. That happens. The fighting dirty is when you know, when you know you're going out of bounds and you don't care. Now, it's one thing to not care because, like I said, you don't value the relationship. Or you don't care because, again, you're saying something true and you just got to say it. That It just has to be said. You're cool with the repercussions. You're accountable. It's another thing. That's why your daddy don't love you. And that's why I can't stand to be around you. I'm only still around you for these kids. And then you cuddling with the person on Wednesday. Baby, I'm sorry. You just made me so mad. I just, I just lost my cool. And I just said some things. You know I ain't mean it. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> oh shit, bitch. I know we ain't cool. I know that's what no, I know. I don't. And um, yeah, we gonna we gonna have sex in a minute because I'm on but um that don't mean that we are where we ever were before. We're we're not there. We're we're not there. Something about our dynamic changes. 
something about our dynamic changes. Either I'll be less reliable or I'll see you as less reliable. Mm-hmm. But whatever bond we had, I wish I had something that I could pull and show the fabrics tearing because right. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Whatever our bond was, you stretched it out, my nigga. You stretched it out, my nigga. It ain't what it was. And if you keep stretching it, guess what? Pop ain't there. Yeah. Okay. So um this was a potent episode. This was some stuff so that that I like I said, I've been thinking about this episode for months now because I've seen situation um and I ain't gonna tell you business where not fighting fair ended up having a domino effect because of how the person who was like assailed, <laughs> verbally assailed, took it. Like they sunk into a depression. And other people got involved because they saw it and they witnessed it. And I would never want to see anything like that happen to anybody I know again. Um, so yeah, think about it. Think about it, y'all. Like I know, I know they disrespected you, they hurt you, whatever. But um, again, unless you're willing to completely throw away the relationship, there's no need to 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 go up top. There's no need. Like Mish said, she was perfectly fine not speaking to her dad. Perfectly fine. You have to be there. You have to be there. If you want to go off the top rope, be perfectly fine with losing that connection because that's what you're risking. That's what you're putting on the table in order to get your shit off. You're saying, hey, this is what we have. This is what we are. Here's what you gonna get. Cool, if that's what you're willing to stand on. But I think it's really trash. I think it's really messed up. I think it's really wrong. When you think that you could just set it to the side and, and boss up on that person and think it's gonna be okay. Again, I know not everybody watches boxing, but there's certain hits that are illegal because of the damage it does to that person. So you can hit them in the nuts. Hit somebody in the nuts creates serious damage outside of the ring. Liver punches creates serious damage outside of the ring. Take you out. Okay? You can't hit them in the neck. You can't hit them in the temple because these are damages that's not... It's unfair. A person can't fight through that. (laughs) Okay? You sitting there boxing somebody's ears you box somebody's ears, they can't fight through that. Yeah. And that's what happens in these fights. When you decide to use these illegal techniques, I can't fight through that. He can't fight through that. She can't fight through that. You can't fight through that. Now that person is struggling for their survival every moment after that. Landing them kind of blows has a fatal impact that you will never Immediate know. too. Immediate. Yeah. Immediate. It don't. It, it ain't gonna take long. It may take you long to realize you did that to that person, but it ain't gonna take long for it to happen. And sometimes, I mean, just like, like let's take the Javante Davis fight with Ryan Garcia. When he hit him into that body, Ryan thought he was gonna keep going. He thought he was gonna be able to shake that off. Now he'll take a knee. Sometimes people literally start bleeding they, out his nose. Yeah. Sometimes people think they can survive them punches, them them little them little quick body shots. You know, them little jabs. But, but again, all the time, that was fair though. But that's fair though. 
And, and guess exactly. what? That happens in arguments. It happens in fights. When you fight fair, sometimes it does linger with that person. Even when you fought yep. fair and you said something true. But, That's what but I'm say. it's the truth. You said it in love. Even if you're upset, you didn't say it with the intention to tear apart. So regardless of how that person takes it, you can rest well knowing that you didn't do it for the sake of evil, for damage sake, out of hurt. You were trying to communicate. And sometimes the things that we have to communicate between each other in relationships, whether it's friends, business, or love, don't feel good. It don't sound good. But we have to communicate it so that we can get back to the good. You know what I'm saying? So that we have a shot to recover and repair. That's different. When you fight fair, you have a chance. When you play dirty, don't don't be surprised that, that you threw whatever you had away. If you're going to fight dirty, commit to the bit. If you're going to fight dirty, commit to the bit. Be ready to lose that relationship and be ready to be fine with it. Risking it all. Because that there it is. You're risking it all. All right? Um, that is how we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, whether it was 5, 25, or 55 minutes. Um, thank you for tapping in with us. Uh, please, life b the letter b lifing okay l-i-f-i-n-g on instagram tap in with us click that link in the bio uh like i said we referenced two kings 215 that's two kings with a z 215 all one word feel free to go catch up on some of that subject matter uh you know i mean me and a.c.e we had some stuff going over there that kind of comes coincides with what me and big Mish talking about you know what i'm saying um uh be safe y'all i know by the time this drops hopefully the air will be nice and breathable and regular again um prayers a minute ago prayers and shout out to everybody in canada because if us you know get in the back half of this are having problems with our breathing i can't imagine what it feels like to be there in canada right now my prayers my concerns and my hopes are with you all um, and just like I said, everybody affected this red sun, this thick air, this haze outside. Like, y'all, I just hope y'all doing what y'all got to do to stay safe. Um, so as I always say, be careful, be safe, be smart, be respectful, be patient. That means with yourself as well, not just with others. Um, be safe and stay dangerous. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, be kind, not just be nice, be actually kind. And um, as I always say, be kind to as many people as you possibly can. We've had this conversation. We're talking about people that you have to let go of. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's hard. But you have to let go of them. They won't allow you to be kind to them. No matter how hard you try. It's okay. Let it go. It's fine. But everybody else who allows you to, please be kind to them. But most importantly, y'all, be kind to yourselves. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Like I said, man, all these apocalyptic things happening around us. It's like, it's, it's wild, but do your best to keep your head intact. Do your best to, you know, keep your, 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 your emotions leveled. Do your best to stay mentally healthy in these times. I know like just waking up in a movie, like 
it, it's hard, but you know, just mo like I said, do your best, man. Whatever you think. Some days it's gonna be harder than others, but just please do your best. Reach out for the help that you need when you need it. Um, that includes the mental health care professionals. Um, shoot, you need to drop us a line, drop us a line, DM us. You know what I'm saying? It's two of us, either one of us will get back to you. Uh, you can get to just be and Mimi on Instagram if you want to drop her a line about some of the things she said because you want to talk more about it. She dropped some jewels for you. You know what I'm saying? She blessed you with something. You know what I'm saying? She'll rap with you. Uh, same for me, coach underscore N-I-R-I-E. Uh, you know what I mean? I ain't got, again, I'm not a guru and I'm not trying to claim to be one, but sometimes people just need an ear. Sometimes people just need to chop it up. Holler at me and I'll do my best to get back to you. Once again, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Stay safe. We up out of here.